the social introvert. Uh, the revolution will not be televised. That was about the fact that the first change that takes place is in your mind. You have to change your mind before you change the way you live and the way you move. So when we said that the revolution would not be televised, we were saying that, like, that, that, that the thing that's going to change people is something that no one will ever be able to capture on film. It'll just be something that you see and all of a sudden you realize, I'm on the wrong page. Or I'm on the right page, but I'm on the wrong note. And I've got to get in sync with everyone else to understand what's happening in this country. Uh -huh. But I think that the black Americans have been the, the, the only real diehard Americans here because we, we're the only ones who, who've carried the process through the process. That everyone else has to sort of like skip stages. We're the ones who marched, we're the ones who carried the Bible, we're the ones who carried the flag, we're the ones who tried to go through the courts. And, 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 and being born American didn't, didn't seem to matter because we were born Americans, but we still had to fight for what we were looking for. And we still had to go through those channels and those processes. One false move, you a goner. Weird's messing up before Corona. Yarn nigga, hanging out the Bentley while I'm swinging around the corner. Paper tag, this is not a loner. Drug dealer, this one for the owners. This ain't for the leases. Time for a loafers, you can never tie my sneakers. Put her on the block list. I'm like, bye, Felicia. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 527. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcasts, as well as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else podcasts are available. Go ahead and follow me on social media as well. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis. And I have other social media handles as well. The Instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast, Twitter or X or whatever we want to call it these days uh, is at social intro pod. Also hop on TikTok and follow me there at I said Davis and follow the official BYNK radio TikTok page, which is at BYNK radio. Sing your thoughts. You got any questions? Need any advice, insight, or I don't know, I guess a different perspective on whatever you might be dealing with, or I don't know, maybe a, a grand idea that you think might work, or it could be anything. It doesn't matter. If you want to put me on to something new, old, doesn't matter what it is, anime, movie, TV show, do not hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. That song that you just heard in the beginning, you know, I'm pretty sure y'all know. It's Flamers, Flamers Flow by Meek Mill. Uh, still one of my favorite joints by Meek. It's available on all music streaming platforms. You can go check that out. But yeah, so this episode in particular, I kind of wanted to just focus on one thing. And um, it, it's something that's been talked about for a while. But no one has had the courage to step up and do it. And basically that is to hold your friends or peers or what have you, the same people that are in the same space as you accountable for what they do, whether it be, I don't know, anything that's just not of, of moral code or integrity or anything that they might say that is detrimental to whatever audience uh, that you attract. So D1, Christian rapper, don't know much about D1. I know he has a children's book, if I'm not mistaken. He sort of kind of looks like if Aaron May and J. Cole had children. He just looks like a J. Cole variant from another dimension. I don't know, like a multiverse of some sort. 
but he called out Meek Mill and Rick Ross for their lyrics on their upcoming album, Too Good to Be True. I think it was the song Shaq and Kobe and Lyrical Easy, one of the two. By the way, I like both of those. Both them songs are bangers. I love Shaq and Kobe, and I love the Lyrical Easy joint. I was a little, I was a little perturbed. I'm like, they, why they using a Jay Z Breathe Easy sample? You know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what? I, I'll, I'll give it a break. I'll leave it alone. This shit is hard. So uh, there's also a remix of Shaq and Kobe, featuring Damian Lillard and Shaquille O'Neal himself, and I love that as well. And I think Too Good to Be True is out tomorrow so I'm, I'm definitely on the lookout for that uh people can say what they want to say about ross and and meek and why are they making an album together out of how many people have we had say oh we're gonna do a collab album and it never come out or they keep talking about it until people just don't care and forget about it. you know what i'm saying at least they're they're together in the studio doing something and putting something out there so in the way that I look at it, put up or shut up and get it done. So I'm going to check it out either way. Don't care. D1 calls them out for their, their lyrics. And this is what he had to say. This man glorifying getting people killed as of a week ago. Like, what are you doing, bro? Lil Snoop really got killed. That broke your heart. You wear him around your neck. What? Why are you glorifying the same thing? It's great. The rap game, hip hop industry is great at cooking up some delicious poison. I don't call y'all because I got a problem with you, man. Like, I wish we could go get lunch right now, me and any of them. I love you too much to not be honest with you. There you go. That's what it is, bro. Yeah. And so, if anybody, yeah, if anybody feel bad about being called out, it's like, let, let's talk. Let's uh, let, let's talk. Let's talk about it and and, let, and let's just figure out what we can do better. Meek Mill, you could do better. Jim Jones, you could do better. Rick Raw, you could do better. I got to see you do better. Wait, wait. Little man, whoever you is, until you feed the kids where you from for 20 years straight. Don't question Rose. Wait, wait until you buy 10,000 bikes, 10,000 trikes. Give all the young girls who pregnant pampers for Christmas for 20 years straight. Don't question boss. You heard me, little man? Get that basket off your head so you could think clear, little man. You going viral for speaking on niggas' names, not because of your talent, not because of your gift. And yeah, so D1 said what he had to say. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. You know, that's. I've heard people talk about it before, but no one's actually stepped up to the plate and said what they had to say and make it known and call their fellow rapper out. Rick Ross responds. This is what he had to say. Meek Mill, you could do better. Jim Jones, you could do better. Rick Ross, you could do better. I got to see you do better. Wait, wait. Little man, whoever you is, until you feed the kids where you from for 20 years straight. Don't question Rose. Wait. Wait until you buy 10,000 bikes, 10,000 trikes. Give all the young girls who pregnant pampers for Christmas for 20 years straight. Don't question boss. You heard me, little man? Get that basket off your head so you could think clear, little man. You going viral for speaking on niggas' names, not because of your talent, not because of your gift. Go viral, player, off of your, your, your wisdom that you're sharing. You speaking on that? Yeah, Meek me, Mill. You just, boy, you know how many niggas died this summer? They released self destruction. It's niggas dying right now. It's gonna be niggas don't make it to see in the morning. Get that basket off your head, boy, and come together with real niggas around the world. So when your grandma need a kitten. Now, from his response, there are a lot of people in the comments, whether it be Twitter or Instagram, and say, well, that's not the point he was making. You're deflecting. And 
blase blase and just just killing rick ross in the comments whatever whichever social media site that y'all saw this video on people were killing him in the comments because he had a rebuttal and at the same time the rebuttal really wasn't relating to what d1 was even saying and i can kind of see that a part of me says yeah i agree ross is sort of kind of deflecting um I, I think meek meek hadn't said anything meek just just shut the hell up and just hadn't said much but ross is really throwing like shots back at d1 d1 replies again and says you're deflecting from what i was saying and honestly i don't know if this is like a new way of clout chasing or i'm gonna pretend like i'm this you know high and mighty noble person of integrity and call my fellow man out and why isn't he calling anyone else out because if we want to be honest and honest real quick i think d1 was talking about future too but if we want to be honest why haven't you called anyone else out why is it just ross and meek what what happened something else has gone down behind the scenes between maybe d1 and ross and meek maybe d1 had tried to um at some point get down with with mmg or something like that or like an affiliation with mmg and it fell through maybe i don't know but i don't know if this is like some new form of clout chasing to get some type of attention i don't know i i think it, it it's a good look to say hey man like your, your lyrics your you know what what, what, what are we doing here you might want to change that. Like, why would you say that on the record and feel comfortable even letting that rock? And I, I think it's all bullshit at the end of the day because anyone can sit here and call out Kendrick Lamar for his um, his song Auntie Diaries, which a lot of people did. They were calling him out, but it wasn't like any rappers that were like, oh, I can't believe you said the word faggot and you kept you said it more than several times on the song like how could you and there's there's a lot of rappers out there that are much worse than uh, uh meek mill and ross why aren't we calling out nba young boy spin a bins whopper with the chopper fast money goon like <laughs> i can keep going with this. there's some rappers that a lot of y'all don't really know about that just be they be on that shit like on a song talking about what they are literally going to do to people or what they have done already on some some king von shit so uh, this is why i say I, it looks sort of funny because why are you why are you aiming at those two and i'm not trying to defend ross or meek or anything like that i'm just it looks away it looks kind of funny almost as if something has happened behind the scenes and and uh, he might have asked for a feature from them and they rejected the feature so he's using a platform and i guess he want to talk his shit so we're gonna let it rock and hey he's gonna go viral for it and this is a way for him to promote his music and this new children's book that he has i'm not buying it i think it's awesome that he has this positive rap christian rap that's great it's great that he even has a children's book. That's what I'm really more fascinated with. I, I'm willing to check out the children's book. Anybody that's venturing out to do something like that, that's awesome. But like I said, I don't buy it. It looks a little clout chasey to me. And you look like a J. Cole variant. What you did was even worse because they have an album coming out. So you're only boosting up their... <laughs> you, you've only given them attention for them to... hey too good to be true coming out because at one point 
Won't nobody really paying attention to the fact that Meek and Ross were coming out. They just saw the artwork and I'm like, oh, okay, cool. It's probably just a song. And then, of course, uh, the Shaq and Kobe joint dropped and then Lyrical Easy comes out. And then, hey, you know, hey, be on the lookout. We have an album coming very, very soon on the way. Stay tuned. And people got to paying attention. You just boosted that even further. If it's such a problem, why don't you address them personally? Man to man, face to face, all of this jumping on uh, interviews and shit and talking, which is, you know, that's nothing like new at all. You know, we had tons of rappers back in the day at Summer Jam calling other rappers out, but not for what D1 is doing. Uh, we had rappers go to the radio station, drop a diss track. Or, you could have did that if we want to be honest. You could have just dropped a diss track and, and made them look crazy. But that's why I say it looks a little clout chasey to me a little bit. I'm, I'm going to sit with it and keep paying attention to this D1 thing. But wh why did this even happen in the first place? And it's funny that the people that were like calling Meek and Ross out, y'all don't care for real. These listeners, these people that are tuned into this genre don't really care. Like they like they pretend to care. They can sit there and like, oh, all they do is rap about this and that and blah, 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 blah. And you have millions of other artists out there that are on that positive shit. I say it all the time. Hey, you don't want to listen to that? Delete them from your playlist. Put it down and go look for something new. I mean, Rhapsody has a new joint out called Asteroids, which is incredible. And the bars on Asteroids, oh my goodness. R side note, Rhapsody done elevated. Rhapsody was rapping on a high level already, but this Asteroid song, she took it a step further. She's, um, yeah, she making some, she making y'all look crazy <laughs> out here. <laughs> I'll get back to Rhapsody in a second, but you got Code of the Friend, you have Javon, you have, there's a whole bunch of other artists out there that people could get in tune with, but I think that they truly don't. They love this negative shit that they so-called like to sit here and shit on every time something comes up like this. Y'all shit on it, but then go back and then continue to listen to that. Why is that the case? If you're not feeling it, if you're not feeling the subject matter, if you feel like it's killing our community, then don't listen to it. Don't listen to it at all. And I, honestly, I think if he meant what he really said on an interview or whatever, wherever the hell he was at, he would have called out Griselda. But I <laughs> he would have said something to West Side Gun. He definitely would have said something to Conway. And he would have said something to Benny. And all the affiliates that are tied to Griselda. But I don't think he want them problems. I, I just. I wouldn't do it. Personally. I wouldn't sit there and just. Griselda this and Griselda that. And I get pressed by one of them niggas out in Buffalo. I just wouldn't do it. Which I said. It still looks funny. Because. I think Ross and Meek are kind of like at a point where. They ain't really got the time to press up on nobody. If they said something slick to them. Versus. If he got on there and said something about them boys and Griselda, Griselda would have got somebody from BSF or or um, <laughs> or Drumwork or one of them other affiliate groups to kind of uh, check D1 real quick. This is why I don't really take it as serious. I get. Yeah, he I guess he was doing the right thing. He, he was doing the right thing. Rick Ross and Meek Mill are the least of your worries. There's a lot more work to do than besides targeting rappers or calling out rappers for the subject matter that they rap about because to be honest 
there's more positive shit in hip hop out there than there is negative shit. And that's a testament to who's ever running the show right now. And I'm not going to get that deep because that because that's a whole nother episode in itself is based on who's running the shit and the ones who were just that nonchalant about it and willing to listen to it. That's all it is at the end of the day. Who's really running the show right now? And the fact that they're uh, willing to get paid to do this type of uh, negative uh, subject matter in their lyrics at the same time, if you really want to get deeper into it, it's all in the analytics, the people that are listening to it. So these people can sit here and pretend all they want to and say, oh, it's so detrimental to our community and blase, blase, but you still go back and listen to it. The analytics aren't lying. Come on. <laughs> Let's get real. I love Future. I'm a huge Future fan. I don't have eight plus baby mamas running around here. <laughs> I like Griselda especially. But I'm not walking around here yelling out, boom, 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 boom. All of that dumb shit selling bricks. And I like all of that shit, but it does not make me want to do any of that. That's why I say when people... So, oh, it's so detrimental to our community. It's it's making us kill each other. It's bullshit. It's almost as equivalent as to when the Supreme Court in the early 90s were talking shit on video games and saying, oh, these video games are making our kids do insane things and shit. Like, just blaming video games on the violence that's occurring. But like I said, uh, D1's stance and where he's going with it is cute. But, yeah, I, I don't... I don't take him serious at all. Like I said, just look at look at him in the face. He looks like J. Cole. He's trying to be he's trying to be somebody in this game. And that's what I, I sum it up to. And something has happened behind the scenes to where he might have gotten rejected. He might have tried to approach Meek or somebody at one point to do a, a song or a project based on prison reform and was rejected let down easy or something like that and this is his way of lashing out and calling him out this, this is probably what it is i don't know but yeah your your uh your actions are cute but it doesn't do anything at the end of the day not a thing and people really don't care like they claim they do that wraps this episode up for me thank you for listening to episode 527 real quick shout out to jonathan podcast 12 cow podcast Random Tandem, Conversation Carn Artist, Brunch with Besties, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, and of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Government Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Shout out to him. And also, shout out to Whitney Janae and Rose the Artist, the host and co-host of the Sex with Friends Podcast. Last but not least... Shout out to our BYNK blog content creators. You can go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see Grown Man Shit with Robin Mortal. Jasmine Blue by Jasmine Blue and yours truly, Social Introvert. I'm also a blog content creator on the site. And every Thursday evening, tonight, 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 as you're listening to this, on a Thursday, tonight, <laughs> Cole Jackson, one half of government name, hosts a radio show titled Thursday Night Lights from 7 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Make sure you go to bynkradio.net. Once you get there, just stay at the top of the page at the header. Press play on the player and have yourself a blast. Replays of Thursday Night Lights are on Saturdays 
at 12 noon central time. Be sure to tune in if you missed out on Thursday. Also, BYNK and the Social Introvert have begun to form playlists each month for this specific podcast. All the songs that you have heard through the month of August, September, and October are currently available on Spotify. So go stream it immediately. Just stream it. Any song that you heard that you like or that you thought you wanted to check out or an artist that you kind of wanted to keep up with, the songs are on that playlist. So from here on out, each month there will be a playlist soundtrack for this podcast of all the songs that you heard on the episodes within that month. So uh, tune in, keep listening, and thank you for your support. And also, before I go, I'm going to start doing this more often too. Um, like I did this yesterday, uh, somebody hit me up randomly about my mentioning of the Brian Austin Green One Stop Carnival album. Like, nigga, I, oh man, you hip hop to the death. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks, man. He's like, nah, you don't get it. Don't nobody talk about that Brian Austin Green album. <laughs> I was just like, they don't talk about it because it was this white dude on Beverly Hills 90210. And so, off face value, Who's really going to take that shit serious? But no, uh, it, it really is a good album. If you've never heard of it, go check it out. It It's genuinely a dope-ass album. And he said the same shit with the, the Skilo uh, sophomore album, I Wish, which is another great album. So I wanted to um, talk about Q-Tip real quick. In the late 90s, I think it was wasn't the late 90s or early 2000s, somewhere around there. Q-Tip put out a debut album called Amplify, and I highly recommend for everyone to go listen to that. Amazing album. Years later, right? So real quick, we are, let me see, we just passed the 15th anniversary of his, they call it his second album, which is The Renaissance. It's the, the white grayish cover of him standing there in this kind of like a shiny suit whatever and he's wearing one glove and he has like an mpc up to his face or something like that but that album is called the renaissance it's a great album go check that out they claim that is the second album that's not true that is the third album there's an album in between that q-tip did called kamal the abstract that to honestly i say is just as great as the other two but for some reason it never gets included I, I think the album got shelved, to be honest, if I remember correctly. I don't remember the whole story, but I think Kamal the Abstract got shelved at some point. And it, it just never came out or I don't know. Crazy story. For the longest time, it was an album that was not included. Now this album can be found on all music streaming services. It's on Tidal, Spotify, Apple Music. The date of the album says it was released in 2009, which is untrue because the Renaissance came out in 2008 and I believe, I believe Amplified came out around 1999, if I'm not mistaken. So they claim that that album is the first one and in all that time it passed and I guess we didn't get an album in between that time, which is a complete lie, but Kamal the Abstract didn't release in 2009. Kamal the Abstract released somewhere in the mid 2000s, somewhere in the early to mid 2000s. So um, go check that album out. It's just as great as the first two. 
Um, I, I don't know the whole story behind it. I just remember the album being shelved and it never really coming out. So yeah, that, that is my, my recommendation to you guys. If you really are in tune and you want to listen to some hip hop or something that, uh, you know, get your mind off of some shit. Or if you want to go back in time and listen to something, check out come all the abstract by Q-tip, you know, um, I, I don't know what to tell you. Cause you guys, y'all want to sit here and, and say you need some real shit. And I'll be trying to, I try to guide you as much as I can more so R and B, but I try to guide y'all to some real shit. And it's just like, it, sexy red is, is, one of the most talked about female rappers right now and people are waiting on when Cardi's dropping and people are excited about this Meg the Stallion shit and future and Metro booming on the way. And if you're tired of hearing about it, I'm not tired of hearing about it, but if you're tired of hearing about it and you want to hear something different, take your time and just go branch out and, and discover something new. I'm not sitting here telling y'all that it's easy because it isn't, but uh, you just, you got to scour through like finding a needle in a haystack you really have to scour if you are if you're trying to find something that you think you will like if you ain't liking it you ain't feeling it move on and click on the next song or artist or something that piques your interest i don't know what to tell y'all from here <laughs> but anyway with that being said take care of each other most importantly take care of yourselves have a great week have an even better weekend and i will see you guys next week Peace. The social introvert. I had to get out of Hollywood. Get back to the trenches. They said they need me. Little fish. Uh, I used to cop my little Reggie trying to feed myself. My cousin had that work, but I ain't need no help. Man, I was so fucked up, I couldn't believe myself. That's why I be at the jeweler trying to freeze myself. Cause my heart's so cold. We ain't got no ghosts. All these young niggas killing like they ain't got no soul. Talking grandma keys before I caught my rose. It was all so sweet until Dashaun told. Really hurt my heart, where my feelings apart. I am feeling as dark. We was really so scarred, but acting silly so hard. But we just wanted some love. Mama working, daddy did. I just wanted a hug. Why you think we spill a spade when we go to the club? All my homies then got smoke, we just rolling it up. I'm stretched out. Stretch. Niggas got drugs for left out. Damn. So I went to chasing them buddies, I went shop. Fuck. I went from going to school to throwing the tools and making the moves. I said I would win, they said I would lose. Shit, we're so confused. Hope I don't make the news. Oh, Lord. We ain't breaking the rules. Trapping niggas and fools. Risen freedom for Jews. First case, it was me versus the state. I just wanted some steak and some food on my plate. Came up from shit, I'm like, how can you hate? I'm just trying to be great. I survived with the snakes. Look what they did to Lil' Kodak and Gates. You see it? I can't lose faith. I just want shine like the stars in my race. We go to war and fatigue like it's back. I don't feel safe. Them Jack. People don't know that. Powerpuff Girls, they daddy was... The nigga all Samurai Jack. They don't know that, you know, the city of Townsville blew up. And they don't know that the professor turned to Samurai Jack. And that was Townsville the whole time. And I'm a Billy and Mandy ass type nigga, you feel me? Yeah. Yeah, what you saying? Chrome Heart touched the camera. BYK Radio.